It is Wednesday, June 15th in the MLB, and I'm Austin from Calling Our Shot. And I'm Logan from Calling Our Shot. And we are back with our three best picks of the day. You, you guys already know what to do. Mash that subscribe button. We're closing in on 35,000. I th- think we're like 500 or, or even less away from that, Austin. these uh, Our community has been so supportive. Good days and bad days. But you know what? You guys are always there for us. Also, drop a like on this video, please. Yeah, I caught Logan off guard, but not listening to our three picks today. He, was, he didn't know what to do. But let's <laughs> hop into a recap of yesterday. We had a one in three day, and it was about as unlucky as you could have gone. The only unlucky part we could have had is a European. I mean, we had raised plus one and a half. Sure, they lose to the Yankees two to zero, both unearned runs by errors. That's all the Yankees could put up. Rangers money line, they had a 3 0 lead, then they choked, the bullpen choked in like the sixth or seventh inning. Freeman gets walked twice, and then, of course, we have the nerf. He did cash. We're going to bounce back today, though. You guys know how we do. We normally bounce back after pretty rough days. Still up 13 units on the year. Nothing we can complain about, but I have a couple notes. Number one, our podcast will return next week. We've been taking two weeks off. We're just trying to try and think about topics. If you guys have any topics you want us to talk about, they don't even have to be sports-related. Drop them in the comments below. Also, if you want to become a CUS All-Star, we certainly would appreciate it. Hit that join button on the channel. And then, of course, our parlay of the day is live on OddShamp. It should be the second link in the description because the top link is going to be to join our chalkboard. If you want to join our chalkboard, we certainly would appreciate it. I think we're almost at 1,000 members. It would be awesome if we can hit that. It's just a group discussion app. We can talk about our plays, share our tickets. You know what to do. Go hit that top link in the description. We'll see you guys in there. But, Logan, send it to you. First play of the day. Hit him. Yep. Yesterday was brutal. Disgusting. I, I woke up with a hangover today. But you know what? We get back on the horse, and we ride today. And where are we going? We're going Cubs versus Padres, and I'm taking the Cubs money line. Currently minus 115 odds on, on DraftKings, as Austin's pulling up right here. This, this this one's a really interesting line, right? You you look at it. It sticks out to me first first of, of all. The over under set to eleven and a half. What is this a course field game? Like I have to, I just have to mention that. And the Cubs are favored, right? San Diego has beat the Cubs four to one and twelve to five last night. Yet the, they find themselves as underdogs here, right? We're going to have a lot of people betting the Padres as, as underdogs simply just because they want to and because they can. Ninety one percent of the money and 80 percent of the bets were when we're recording this video is on Padres run line at plus one sixty four odds. You think the books are just setting the, the wrong line at, at that odds, giving away free money at plus 164? I don't think that's how it works. It, in my experience, that's definitely not how it works. So so who's starting for the Padres today? Because if you're a baseball casual, you have no idea who this guy is. Ryan Weathers hasn't started since 2021. Five, three, and five earned runs in those last three starts in 2021. Yeah, Padres are pitching him not because they want to or, or not because they can, but because they simply have to. There's a ton of... Uh, you know, reasons why the Padres have to pitch him. But you know what? They're calling Weathers up from AAA. And in, and in AAA, he had a 7.29 ERA down there. Yeah, I had to look up some info on this guy because I wasn't I, – I remember him from last year, but I didn't know what he was doing in AAA. And if you got a 7 ERA in AAA – uh, I don't know how that translates to the majors, right? Right, right. Like, like, like I said, they're not they're not putting him out there because they want to. They're putting him out there because they have to. Now, and now he is a lefty, right? Cubs thirteenth in OPS versus lefties. Also, the Cubs hitting two eighty two versus left handed pitchers at Wrigley during the month of June. They should be able to hit Weathers with a total with the total over under like eleven and a half. They better hit him, right? That that's that's the only reason they're they're going to be able to hit there. And Chicago is hitting three hundred one and batting average in balls and play in Wrigley. That's eleventh best in the MLB. I'll take the home Cubs. I'll take the home home Cubs any day of the week when they're not just weird weird uh, 
underdogs versus the Padres. I, I don't I don't think the Padres are necessarily a juggernaut team like everyone's touting them to be, especially after those last two wins. Now, who's starting for the Cubs, right? Caleb Killian, right? Five innings pitch, three earned runs, and six Ks versus St. Louis in his only start this year. Got a small sample size to work off of. But what I do like out of the, out of that stat line is the six strikeouts, right? If he can strike out a team like like the Cardinals, he can definitely get through the Padres. They have a lot of hitters in there that like to swing in the dirt. I love that. San Diego, 25th in OPS versus right-handed pitchers as well. Caleb Killian is a righty. Now, last kind of point, over-under, I wanted to, I did want to mention it. It's left to 11 and a half. So I ask you, which of these two pitchers is more likely to get rocked? Because they don't set a total like that uh, for no reason. I think it's Ryan Weathers, especially because of the Cubs and their splits versus lefties and the fact that <laughs> this boy hasn't done too well in AAA and they're just kind of throwing him out there. So I am riding the Cubs money line in this one. I think it's one of those weird, you know, stick out lines. And I'm going to go ahead and take that one. But Austin, you got a player prop for us. What do you got? I got a man by the name of Spencer Strider, and I'm taking his under six and a half strikeouts on minus 122 on FanDuel. Now, I do have to bring this up. I don't really love taking props like this. Not that it's just K props. The fact that we only have two books, well, really just one book with a line. We see Fandle with minus 122 on the under six and a half, and then Prize Picks is at five and a half. I probably wouldn't take it at five and a half, and you'll understand why, but I would wait until we see other lines that come out. Could this minus 122 be the best line that we get today? Possibly. Could it be, you know, the worst line we get today? Also a chance. We never really know. But Strider, he's been pretty solid this year, but he is a reliever turned starter. So he doesn't necessarily have, you know, the longest leash in the world. If he starts off rocky, probably going to take him out. But he started three games so far since turning into a full-time starter. He struck out seven, five, and eight batters. So obviously going under only once, but on the hook in one of those games as well. And we look at the two teams that he hit the over against, the Diamondbacks and the Pirates. Now, no offense to those teams, but they strike out a lot. They strike out the second most and the third, or third most and the fourth most in the MLB. Look, if Strider's a guy that has strikeout, but he has put away pitches, of course, he's probably going to strike out those two teams if he had to strike them out. Today, the matchup is against the Nationals, not a team that strikes out the most impacts. The second fewest times in the MLB at only 7.23 per game. And they lower that number to 7.06 at home, which they're at home today. Now, Strider doesn't have the most plate appearances and you know, experience against the Nationals roster. Only 14 plate appearances versus them. A 14.3K percentage. I don't really want to look too far into that. Obviously, if he keeps a 14.3K percentage today, he's not even going to get even close to this line. But like I said, Strider's got 99th percentile K percentage. Like the guy can strike out people. He's going to throw it fast, like 98, 99 miles per hour on his fastball, which is going to throw the fastball about 71% of the time. And then I believe his slider is the other pitch. He throws about 23%. Then I could change it for 5%. So the Washington Nationals, they've probably seen a lot of film on him. They're going to watch it. See, oh, all right, we just got to find out which one's the slider, which one's the fastball, then just put a ball on bat or bat on ball. Now we look at the Nationals, 23 of the last 25 starting pitchers versus the Nationals have gone under six and a half K. Max Fried pitched super well yesterday. He still ended with only six Ks, and he has a much longer leash than they will give Strider. Now, I'm looking at the line, doing a little bit of line reading like Logan does. The Nationals, only plus 155 on the money line. Braves are minus 180-ish on the money line. Look, the last few games we've seen the Braves as like minus 250 favorites. They've been huge favorites, obviously on like a 13-game winning streak. And yet they only find themselves, you know, as, you know, they're still favored today. Obviously they should win, but only minus 180, especially considering the Nationals have Fetty on the mound. If you look at the Brave splits, I bet you'll see a lot of uh, people on Twitter or on YouTube 
putting out Braves props because a lot of them have hit uh, Fetty pretty well, whether that's Marcel Azuna, Austin Riley, Matt Olson. All these guys have pretty good splits versus them, yet you see them only as minus 180s favorites. So I think Strider might give up some runs today, which is going to get him out of the game. He's only faced 22, 19, and 19 batters in his three starts. Average of 4.18 pitches per plate appearance, which is pretty high. In fact, that's barely cracks the top 50 of starting eligible pitchers. So he doesn't. he's not an eligible pitcher, only three starts. But if you were eligible, he would be near the bottom at like 48 or 50 in terms of 50 uh, plate, pitches per plate appearance. So I'm fading the mustache today. Quadzilla, whatever you want to call him, I'm going to fade him. I'm going to take his under and strikeouts. I don't necessarily know. Hopefully the line comes out on a lot of other books around the same value. But taking Spencer Strider, under six and a half strikeouts. But that's my player prop of the day. But, Logan, you know what time it is, baby. It is an Urban Nation time. This is what people come here for. We've quietly turned around the segment. I remember us getting a ton of ton of people as hating on us. But, hey, we've turned it around in June so far. Today we got a pretty good one. Not a great slate, but we like these two guys. We're going Brewers versus Mets. We're taking the no-run first inning in that one. We just need six quick outs. Now, it is minus 127 on Barstool. We do have a lot of differing values. Minus 134 on uh, FanDuel is your next best value if you're going to go for that. But let's talk about why we like this one. Now on the mound, we got David Peterson for the Mets, 5-1 and one on the no-run first inning. It's been pretty solid. If he was bad, we probably wouldn't have touched this one. But he's been pretty solid, and we know the Milwaukee Brewers bats. They're 18th in first inning runs. This is a team basic. If they're going to ruin you, it's going to ruin you via the long ball. I don't think Peterson's necessarily going to give up a long ball today. He's been pretty serviceable this year with a 3-0 record, like a 3-ish ERA. He's been pretty solid. I think he'd get through the first three guys. What about the next guy, Logan? Yeah, their ace, right? The Brewers' ace, Corbin Burns. 10 and 2 on no run first innings this year. Super solid. Both of those uh, first inning runs allowed were to the, to the San Diego Padres. They just had his number. But other than that, he has been so solid. He burns eighth best in strikeout to walk ratio, which is exactly what we we don't want in the in the no run first inning. We don't need any garbage walks, any putting runners in scoring position because the Mets are good at drawing walks, right? The Mets are good good at getting those hits and and walks in the especially in the first inning, right? Mets fifth and first inning runs, but that's you know. Corbin Burns is able to to counteract that, right? He he's he's one of those pitchers that the first time through the order, he's he's dealing. He's usually really hard to hit because he has those put away pitches in that upper echelon of the league. The over under to this game sets a seven and a half for a reason, right? The Corbin Burns game always sets that lower over under, and and that's really conducive for the no run first inning. I think Corbin Burns can get us the three outs we need. I think Peterson also gets us those three outs we need. I think we weigh the flags again. Now I do want to mention the other no run first thing that we did consider. We did consider Rays versus Yankees. That, that one's got the two battle of the aces, you know, Nestor Cortez and, and Shane McClanahan. But guys, we're not taking a minus 150 nerfy. I, I just don't care what it is. Like that's just not, that's not good value at all for, for some garbage in Yankee stadium that can go over to the right field porch. I don't want, I don't want any of that, but this one stands a really good chance of cashing. And as Austin mentioned, no one first inning has saved us, you know, a few of these days we've turned it around in June, May we tanked June. <laughs> we've turned it around. May was a bad month, but we quietly turned the segment around. Hopefully we've been helping you guys out if you've been taking them, but those are our three plays club Cubs money line. Spencer Strider under six and a half K's and Brewers Mets nowhere on first inning. Hopefully we can bring out the brooms tomorrow morning. We appreciate you guys as always. I think our live stream should be later on tonight or maybe tomorrow. You guys will find out on our Twitter at call on our shot. Go check out the odds jam parlay. Second link in the description and join our chalkboard. The first link in the description. It's been Austin. It's been Logan. We'll catch you guys again Thursday 